Hello, this is Let's Finally Watch It, where we watch movies that one or both of us have never seen because of good, bad, or just life reasons. I'm Lauren Blair Donovan. And I'm Clark Canez. And I got Lady Grimm, a little a beautiful Italian Greyhound mix here on my lap, who's itching to go to her Uncle Clarky's lap right now. But <laughs> that's not the point. Let's get to the things of the things. Today, I'm going to be watching Coco, which yes. I've never seen, but you have. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've seen it. Um, yes. Yes. It's, uh, is this our first Disney movie? I I mean, I know Avatar is owned by Disney, but I feel like... Is this yeah. our first Disney movie? I think... I yeah, think I'm not going to count. Yeah, let's not count Avatar. Okay, we don't have to count. But yeah, Coco, I think... Newer. It's a newer it's movie. It's a newer one. So this is probably the newest movie I think we are, have watched. Yeah, so I would agree. Yeah. Yes. Because I, I, I remember watching this in the theater, and I watched it... I also watched it high on marijuana in the theater. <laughs> and I, I will say, like, yeah, I, I... There were children in the theater. How yeah, could you? <laughs> I know. Um, it was it was, a, it was a beautiful experience. It was uh, cathartic. Yeah. Tell that to the children's mothers who are offended. <laughs> I'm just going to die on this hill. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. You, you play a very good outraged mom um thank you i'm just gonna quiver my voice a little and just sound slightly off but kind of human and be outraged exactly and um yeah i uh i think i think this movie is one of i i would say probably my favorite disney movie which is a bold statement that's a choice yeah I, i i think the reason why too is because um like it really, it it shows it really respects. Uh, I, I'm, I'm Mexican, yes, and it really respects like Mexican culture. Mm. Uh, I mean, you probably it's about already Day know. of the Dead because part yes. of why we're doing this, we're trying to time this so mm-hmm. this is around or near the Day of the Dead. Yes, just the day after Halloween, right? Yes, it's okay. uh, the first, and I believe the second. Mm. It varies different places, mm-hmm. but what I know is it's the day after. Uh, so like that's why like spooky season is for me like Halloween mm-hmm. of course, but also Day of the Dead and I think it's very important to have those. It, it's very important to have that side of it too. Like yeah. you, you like like the Halloween part is like the gruesome part and stuff like that. But, or the candy part. Yeah, and the candy part, and then um, or the slutty nurse part. Right. Yeah, <laughs> There's a is, lot of uh, exactly. layers to Halloween, but yeah. Yeah. It's very commercial though, and right. you're, but you're saying, am I hearing that Coco is a good representation yes. of Mexican culture and Day of the Dead, which is it's one thing to to get other cultures out there, but it's more important to have the correct representation and right. not stereotypes or taking away or yeah. anything like that from I mean, someone's culture it takes like fun liberties with it but but like i i nothing like offensive or anything about that great. i i great. but i but i really also think that it's great because i would if this came out as for me as a child mm. it would be like oh okay like now i could like um because i i have gone to like festivals and stuff so you know i i I do know about it but like this was very fun to see let's see what this magical world looks like and and it and i will say i i think it's just a beautiful movie like i've heard that visually it's stunning it's insane like and the music i mean disney music's always great but i've 
heard it's uh the soundtrack is very emotional when you hear mm-hmm. it again after yes. the fact I've, I've heard that a few times actually so yeah right it it, it, it just has all of it it has all of it um it all kind of comes together in a really great and and you know like it does show people who aren't aware of yes of this facet of american culture or a mexican american culture or mexican culture which, um, which many americans yes. participate in right though, because they are mexican americans yes or have immigrated and are becoming citizens or right. whatever their stories may or may not be exactly and it kind of like shows okay the i mean it, it's so great that disney I don't know if it's Pixar or Disney. Well, the same thing. I think it's the same thing, yeah. right? I really think that it's great that they're able to really solidify it on the screen, give everybody yeah. like hey, a, a taste of it, and just make making it not yeah not cartoonish either in a lot of ways. So yeah. That's great. I love it when Disney gets other cultures right because like the Princess and the Frog is such a yeah. Uh, just I think a love letter to New Orleans in particular. I know. And I'm so bummed that that movie did not do better because, and I did not, I only saw it kind of recently actually, but mm-hmm. like um, I literally cannot remember the last time I saw a Disney film in a timely, uh, I was probably a teenager. Right. Um, but like apparently a princess and the frog had done better than whatever the similar more, if not Pixar, but Pixar-y type style Mm-hmm. animation uh, had that one did better that it was like released in the same time so that's why they now have this in my opinion i'm an animation snob i prefer the old school animation yeah. i loved princess and the frog me too it was visually masterful right. i would call it and um i'm just not that into the new animation mm-hmm. style it just right. doesn't do it for me um mm-hmm. so i'm excited that this is visually because i'm assuming it is in the newer style it is animation, in the newer style where but... all the characters look alike they'll have circles and shapes as faces yeah and, yeah i'm not a but fan. but it's still i like that yeah. it's gonna be pretty at least <laughs> oh yeah i mean there's yeah i i i get what you mean about that medium i i'm not i'm not as critical of that mm. but i i do i i agree with you i i do prefer it and i do wish that that was at least an option like yeah hey release one this way one that way like right. at least have a ratio yeah Which, i just yeah. i don't know yeah i'm a real nerd about cartoons but too, yeah. i am yeah i'm excited to watch this because besides the fact that it's about the Day of the Dead in Mexican culture. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it. I could not tell you a character right. name. I could not tell you what it looks like. I basically, I don't even know what contemporary Disney movies are unless people talk about it. Because like, I don't go to the movies a lot, so I don't see previews. And f- even before it was like the norm, I would just do DVD on T or TV on DVD or streaming. Mm-hmm. I didn't have cable for many years. I think I had cable around the time this did come out, but I would just DVR it. Like I don't do commercials is my long winded point that I'm trying to make. So I miss a lot about what's coming into theaters in general. But as I do not have children, I'm not super up to date about children's Mm -hmm. movies. Like I have friends with children, so I catch some wind of some things, but I think this was released about the time I moved out here Mm because people were talking about it. Right. 
I moved here yeah. five years ago in 2017, right about this time. So yeah, exactly. Uh, I was like, oh, Disney has a new movie. It's called Coco. What's that about? Um, exactly. And so, but I, I literally, I couldn't unlike, which is funny because it's the most recent movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we've seen so far, yeah. but I cannot. I literally have no idea what any of the characters I, look like. Like I, I have no idea what's happening. So this is. I'm in for like this is going to be the most blind me walking mm-hmm. into it. Right. I can't even guess what else it's about or what sure. the plot points are. What the, I have no idea. Yes, None. and I and I actually don't even remember any of the trailers or anything. I think I mm-hmm. saw like posters. I know that they at Disneyland now they have like a section that is Coco. Ah. Um, which is very cool. Um, and also, I think there's a ride, except for they, they're taking out the three Caballero ride at uh, Disney World uh, at the Epcot Center. Oh, uh, there okay. was a three Caballero I haven't ride. been to Epcot since I was like nine. Oh, so yeah. it's I, I love the three Caballeros. Again, like they did, like it, it, it's weird. <laughs> there's a weird fact about Disney is like he, um, Disney was kind of pissed about the the unions and stuff like that you, you know <laughs> yeah. i i don't think that's I'm not, great I'm not that's, that's, that sucks um for sure yeah. so the way that he skirted it he went down to south america mexico uh different places to do some of the animation but within that he actually did learn about a lot about the cultures oh. and um so there is kind of so it is kind of interesting that like coco is kind of going back to that uh which is very cool and also, like, along those lines, Encanto as well, which is supposed to take place I haven't in seen that one either, but I think yeah. I know one of the songs from TikTok. Yeah. it's We don't talk about Bruno? Yes. Yeah, okay. It's, that was a TikTok trend, so I know that. It's such a... That's a very good soundtrack, too. But I, I, I think Coco is very special. I think, um, as far as, like, the new animation goes... Yeah. It, it, and it's also sweet. And I'm not going to lie, like, I... You're most likely going to cry at this. I, Everyone I, says that. I, I cry. I cried really hard. Aw. So I. I, I might need to watch this by myself though, because I'm not a big fan of crying in front of other people. It's, it's I'm okay. a badass. <laughs> no, I know. I'm not. Yeah. But I. Yeah, I don't like crying, so I try not to cry. Yeah. I've Maybe never had a good cry. I don't. Like, I don't understand the definition of a good cry. I don't like it. Crying is traumatizing. I understand. I understand. I like it. It's like sneezing. It, it's, I like I sneezing actually. <laughs> Like, I always feel better afterwards. I don't feel better after a cry. I get a okay. headache and I have to take a nap. Okay. I don't do naps because I don't nap well and yeah. I'm more tired. That's well, like... okay. Don't watch it high then because I watched it high and I, I, I think that was a, a, a bad idea. Oh, um, really? No, it was good. It's a good idea, though. And I think when I do watch it this time, I'm, I'm probably going to get high. I haven't watched it since I, I watched like it I'd in the theater. I feel like I'd be less likely to cry if I was high. Oh, maybe. Hey. Or maybe you won't. Like, I don't know. I don't I, usually... Only... I think Wizard of Oz is going to be the only so one like, I see high for this. I think I should have my full faculties for watching right. movies that we're going to talk about. Um, right. I got really lucky that I took meticulous, if not boring notes during Wizard of Oz. I, I probably won't do that again, but um, I might want to watch it by myself because I don't want to cry. I, you might not. I, mm-hmm. I It might have just been me. Like, no, I've heard I so think, many people yeah. say it. You're not the first. Not oh, okay, close. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's up to you. I don't, yeah. Actually, fun little improv trivia. We're going to do a little blind item uh, that's not going to be interesting for anyone not in the improv LA community, but I had a teacher who has since been canceled. And I had this teacher around the time oh, that know. Coco came out, and he said that uh, everyone said he was going to cry, and he didn't cry. And then he went to Disneyland, and they were playing a song from 
the soundtrack of Coco and he bursts into tears and he was like, oh, so it did get me. Yeah. But this is a, um, yeah, a teacher slash improviser who did some bad things and yeah. he's not around anymore. So if right. you're in the improv community in LA, guess in the comments and I know oh, maybe well, we won't confirm because that could be, even though it's completely factual slanderous, mm-hmm. we just don't want to be, get involved, but we'll stir the pot this much because yes. we're, wow. we're fun. Wow. I don't know. I <laughs> hot, hot guys. Hot, yeah. Hot guys. I should have, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I should have worn my fire retardant uh, mm-hmm. uh, suit because that was spicy. But yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I, I saw it at a very particular time in my life. So Okay. That always yeah. can inform how you exactly. react to a film for yeah. sure. So, so I, I think there's a lot of that to do with it. So yeah, yeah I'm excited to um, see a movie I know nothing about. I think this is maybe the godfather maybe but mm-hmm. yeah i know that's about mafia and this is about um uh the day of the dead so yeah exactly i'm out yeah. <laughs> so i guess i should finally watch it yeah finally you're gonna find you are going All to right. finally watch it we'll be back in a gif because i'm sounding like i'm from the 50s now and uh <laughs> peachy keen <laughs> jelly bean okay bye we'll be back soon keep, bye. keep listening bye And we are back. Yes, we are. I have seen Coco now. You've done it. You did I've it. done the thing. I've done the thing. And I've watched the movie that everyone was geeking out about five years ago. <laughs> right. I know. It was, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's one of those movies where, uh, yeah, really captured a lot of, um, yeah, captured a lot of imaginations, I feel. I was genuinely impressed because I fell off the Disney Pixar bandwagon well over a decade ago. I'm not well versed and I just assumed that I would like it fine. Mm-hmm. But right. like yeah. I'd be like whatever. It was very well done. It was yeah. one of my favorite movies that I have not watched that I've watched for this podcast. It was the art was beautiful, more beautiful than I thought because I don't really love the current the- animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I was going to hate the kid. The first Miguel, was that his name? Mm-hmm. Yes. Miguel, uh, yeah. yeah, I remember the name for once. Yeah, <laughs> you I'm did so it. Bad you at did names. it. But I thought I would not like him uh, just because I don't like precocious children. And right. at first the narration was like, I was like, oh boy, buckle. No, he grew on me within 10 minutes, mm-hmm. was totally on his side. Yeah, I like I liked all the skeletons because I'm a creepy girl. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I appreciated that it was literally about skeletons i didn't totally understand i understand the day of the dead imagery but i mm-hmm. didn't realize yeah like how involved and where the movie took place like in the afterlife if you will so yeah. i and it hit me in all the feels in all the good and bad ways <laughs> right i know and it's uh yeah because like i said in the preview review i went to go see it and I was I was devastated. It's super devastated, especially since my my grandpa looked like the bad guy. Oh, cool! Um, he looked like <laughs> Ernesto de la Cruz, oh, no. and I was like, "Yeah, no, it 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 really." I I think they engineer them to be like that now, but probably. But I do think that it, it it's kind of interesting because it is a different perspective on on those subjects. I, I feel it caught me really off guard because usually I'm the type of person if I hear that everyone's gonna cry in a movie I'll be like I'm fine I'm made of stone dumb things yeah. make me cry not obvious stuff but what's funny is and you could you can attest to this we watched Coco together mm-hmm. 
And the movie ended and I wasn't really crying. I was fighting tears the last mm-hmm. 10 minutes, maybe here and there, but like yeah. easy to swallow tears. Right. The movie ends, credits roll, lights turn on. And I felt like my nose was leaking, like a runny mm-hmm. nose. And I was like, I'll be right back. I'm going to run to your bathroom. I, yeah, to, yeah. You know, and it was, I was in your bathroom and I'm literally wiping my nose. And I noticed my eyes were leaking oh too. God. Yeah. It was the weirdest cry I think I've ever had just because like I've never just like been leaking and crying and not even catching the fact that I was crying. Like it was just mm-hmm. so involuntary. I couldn't stop it. Yeah. And then I came back to your living room kind of wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, right. whoa. And I'm like. Yeah. It was. A- yeah. <laughs> it was just different yeah 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 like oh, I, was, I wasn't yeah yeah and, you know i hate crying though oh no i yeah. understand i understand that me too i don't like to let on that i'm human me either and uh, you've seen me cry but it was still it's crying is a loss of control for me yeah i think that's what okay, it is yeah for sure that's what it is and i was also yelled at when i was crying sometimes in my family so there's mm. there's layers guys there's for layers sure. to this but i was just like and i think for me what it was is it just hit Probably every emotion that most people feel, but like my family is actually mostly dead. Yeah, I know. So it really, and I don't understand so many aspects about my ancestry on both sides. My grandmother was an orphan in Montana and there's some Mm -hmm. question marks that I have about that that don't seem, they seem to be buried with her. And then I don't even understand my heritage on my mom's mom's side. Like, and so like watching this movie of connectivity and family was like, it's not just that my family was dead. It was like hitting me in like different notes and nerves than I was expecting. And like, I don't even have a belief system, but this movie made me wish I did. (laughs) I know. You know, so it's like, and I'm not just trying to be stubborn, but like, I just don't buy it. So it was like, Oh, I want to believe in this world. This is beautiful. This is perfect. I love this so much. And just it hit me in so many nerves that I couldn't explain it once. Hence, I think I was just leaking. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it, it's, there's no, um, you know, and, and, and that's the thing is that, you know, that's one of the things that people don't like and do like about Disney is it makes it very universal too, you know, in a lot yeah. of ways where it's, it's like, you know, I, I don't see how anybody could really walk into this and, and like be yeah. kind of okay. Everyone after, has a you know? family, yeah. good or bad. Yeah. And this movie will make everyone think about their family yeah, good or bad. Right. And what they have and they appreciate or what they wish they had. I think that's what this movie is. Mm-hmm. More than Little Mermaid. More right. than Toy Story. Just like, oh, wow, this is a capital F family movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it and it really is. And, and at the same time, it's very, like, entertaining. It's like a fun... You know, like you were saying, Very it was good, good world building and stuff. Like, I was yeah. mesmerized yeah. the entire time, way more than I thought. And I also loved, and we talked about this a little bit too. I'm not someone who's ignorant about Day of the Dead mm-hmm. and Mexican culture, but I also don't at all proclaim to be an expert. Yeah, And for this sure. movie made this part of the holiday. Like I felt like a child learning about mythology Mm-hmm. where it's like more cartoony or in picture books and it's like but it makes it accessible for your child brain to understand right. things like visually that's the adult version of this like i understand because i always was low-key you know because we were at hollywood forever not long after day of the dead last mm-hmm. year yeah for creepy and kooky and I remember thinking, like, that's just so weird that people... I don't know if we talked about it in the episode Mm -hmm. or not, but I I just remember observing what was still left over and just kind of being like, why do people waste food? Why do people leave stuff? Like, I just don't... 
every time I look it up, I just still, my logic, overly logical brain can't process it. Yeah. And the movie made it be like, even though I still don't subscribe to this belief system, I'm like, oh, that's so nice. They have, they bring the food back and they have parties and the picture of remembering someone like that hit me in a lot of feels too, which we'll circle back to, but it helped me way better appreciate Mm -hmm. this cultural holiday. Right. 100%. Yeah. And, and it is, uh, you know, it's, it's. Something that's been there for a long time, and I, and I know, you know, in, in culture, sometimes people do bring it up, and always in relation to Halloween, because it, it, it the origins are the same, or similar, at least. Um, it's supposed to be, you know, a day of, yeah, all, all let's remember every everybody yeah. and stuff like that. And, and I think that they take it, because I, I feel like the Day of the Dead... It's it's interesting, or Dios de los Muertos. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce I think it. So, I, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get better in Spanish, but it's not. I think, I think I'm not out. an expert, but I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, w- w- there's like two elements of, of kind of like the origins of it, and I think they even show this in the movie. But they show like at so with all this like flashy, like beautiful. It was almost like 1930s, 1920s architecture. Yeah. Oh, I loved it so much. There was also like Aztec. I loved it. All yeah. Of it. Yeah. So it really, and and that's kind of what that holiday is. It's like it really is a mixture of you know All Hallows Eve and these ancient uh you know yeah ancient religions theories about like the afterlife as well so it, it's it's kind of uh interesting I, I do think that mexicans were probably like the first goths um love it and, <laughs> you heard it here first yeah, yeah for <laughs> sure and and yeah and i think that it, it is important because when we think about like when we're going back to like disney and stuff we're Oh, I know all about like Cinderella, this ancient German story or whatever. I know a mm-hmm. good, I know a good right. amount of it, and and uh, you know it bringing all these stories from Europe, yeah. to the forefront, and then like for them to actually be like, hey, we're gonna take a story from south Latin- of the border, yeah, we're <laughs> yeah. gonna take it from Latin America, we're gonna. And we're gonna be able to like explain it to people, and I think Love that it. helps people Love like it. understand yeah. at least at least understand that's, it. Yeah. That's where, I, mm-hmm. yeah, it was like better represented. Mm-hmm. I could like contextualize the holiday in a yeah. way that like, no matter how many Google searches you do, just can't do. Right. Which yeah. is why media is so important and representation yeah. is so important. So like mm-hmm. loved it. Like, yeah. Really loved it. Like, yeah. And it made me sad. And this is, this is something I'm just thinking of now actually mm-hmm. as, and like processing as we're talking, where as somebody who, you know, I've been through a lot of loss mm-hmm. and, Every time I talk about, like, I stopped memorializing my parents on the days that they died or their birthdays. Like, my mom's birthday was this week. And granted, I don't use social media really a lot, but a year or two ago, I was like, nope, I don't want to post about my parents' deaths anymore because people, even if I'm celebrating them, people comment in well-intending but tone-deaf ways. Mm-hmm. They're like, here, if I need, if you need me, I'm right. so sorry for your loss. I'm like, well, my dad died like the better part of two decades ago. And, yeah. and I'm talking about what a cool guy he is. I'm trying to remember him. Right. I'm trying to commemorate him. I'm not sitting here behind an Instagram screen crying. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just trying to acknowledge that this was one of his birth or death days or whatever it may or may not be. And people just react in such sad ways. 
And that's a big part of grief, but grief is not just sadness. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to keep the memories alive and that is, or at least can be a happy or at least neutral thing. Right. I, so I love that they have this in culture somewhere, you know? Yeah. Because I mean, when, when you look at what they've lost and everything, it rarely showed any sadness, which is pretty amazing. Like, I mean, because most things, boy, oh boy. I mean, if you... It wasn't a lifetime drama movie about loss. That's for damn sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, they've accepted that this is just a part of life. I mean, you know... Death is a life fact. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, I, I think, I think that's a good message because I feel like that's healthier than... It's death positive, which there's a whole movement called death positive movements where it's like, uh... There's a mortician, for instance, it's called Ask a Mortician on YouTube, mm, where she, her, yeah. love her. She's very gothy and weird, and mm-hmm. I think yeah. we'd be friends of her, so Caitlin, if you're out yeah. there watching, we want to be your friend. But, like, she answers questions about whether it's the embalming process, or what really is environmental, or mm-hmm. what do you do if someone's found in a river, and it's not to be creepy and morbid, it's to talk about the science, Yeah, and that this maybe won't precisely happen to you, depending on the specificity, but it might happen to someone you love, or... Mm-hmm how do mausoleums work? What are the ventilation systems? Like things like that, that are fascinating. And I understand we as a culture are afraid of this stuff and it does sound Mm -hmm. macabre to talk about, but that's the reason why the death positivity movement exists. That's so Mm -hmm. much of what I do with good grief and creepy and kooky. It's like a stream feeding into that sea, if you will. Mm -hmm. Cause it's like, we need to talk more about what's ultimately going to get us all and what we're going to experience watching other people pass. Like we, yeah. You need to be better prepared. And this was, you're right. Yeah. It wasn't actually, like it was a little sad, but it wasn't, um, they weren't wallowing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because that's what it is. It's a celebration. Yeah. You know? It's, it's a celebration. Uh, day of the dead is people get together and they, yeah, they have a party for, and they have a party with their loved ones. And just yeah. that feeling of being in the presence of, you know, people who had passed or whatever, or just yes. from, and not even like, you know, ghost wise, but just like memory wise, you know. But yeah. I love that and the connectivity of it. I wish that it wasn't this like morbid thing to reflect on the people you love. Like, I wish that every year on my parents' death anniversaries, people, mm-hmm. whether it's family, whether it's family friends, would congregate with me. Yeah. You yeah. know, I wish. Or call me not to be like, are you okay? Which I appreciate, but like sometimes death anniversaries F me up, no matter how mm-hmm. much For time sure. has passed. There's muscle memory, the body keeps score. Mm-hmm. It's, it is what it is. But I wish people would just call me to like talk about a memory they have. Because yeah. remembering, you're never going to forget, no matter how much you try. Yeah. So you might as well embrace remembering yes. the people you love. Mm-hmm. So... I just that I wish I had more connectivity yeah. with my family and extended and everyone, absolutely everyone <laughs> absolutely but I but I think also like another thing about that is I mean say you're far away from some mm-hmm. people that you love it doesn't mean that which they're me. huh which is me <laughs> yeah but it's like yeah okay they're not here but there's no reason they're just in a different place. Like that's what I, that's what, that's the way I always feel. I'm Mm -hmm. like, they're in a different place. They're in a different city. I still care about them. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing that's going to stop that. You know, and, and, uh, 
But yeah. But anyways, yeah. That's. Uh, I'm. I'm glad that. Yeah. I'm. I. Because I, I remember I. I did say, oh yeah, you're probably gonna cry, but I. I was like, I don't think it's such a triggering movie. I don't think it's like no. necessarily like hugely triggering. Like, I, I don't know. No, yeah. I was prepped for the triggers that didn't come. And I think I was mm-hmm. leaking at the end because I was like, oh, I didn't realize that this was going to be about like connectivity, which I don't mm-hmm. have, or like mm-hmm. extended family, yeah. which is a thing with me currently. And mm-hmm. and it's, you know, or like remembering stuff that I'm never going to get to remember, like yeah. stuff with both of my grandparents or grandmas, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, so it's like things of and I've been going through a lot personally the past year or two. So mm-hmm. like there's just other overcast clouds, uh, if you will, yeah. over some of these feelings too. best case. So it like, you're right. It wasn't triggering, but it caught me off guard. Yeah. I Cause it that. like, I wasn't prepped for the triggers for lack of a better term mm-hmm. that did yeah. happen, but yeah. Yeah. Sensory maybe. I don't, I don't know. Muscle right. memory, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And, and then also at the heart of it, uh, at the heart of it, it really is about like, you know, trying to do your own thing. I yeah. think I, I think that was the big difference between... Remember when we watched um, Wizard of Oz? Yeah. Okay. One of the biggest problems I had with that movie was, oh, see, this wouldn't have happened if you would have just stayed at home, Dorothy. Mm. You know, at the end of the movie, the big takeaway was like, the moral of the story was like, you should just stay where you were. And right. none, of this, none of these problems would happen. And... Um, with this, it kind of, um, it, you know, Miguel was, he's such, uh, he's so passionate about music and it makes sense because, you know, he's... spoiler alert, we find out who his great grandfather is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think it's his yeah. great grandfather. Great, great? Oh, great, great. I yeah. Think. Yeah. I think great, wasn't great. Coco his great grandmother? Great grandmother. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of generations. That's I a lot of generations. I can't even I can barely name my great grandparents so yeah i'm impressed slash jealous <laughs> yeah right but no you're you're right and it's like he it also begs nurture versus nature in yeah. a weird way like he had music in his blood yeah he did and and you know i mean it, and and it's so funny yeah because like at the beginning it's it's so funny that they mentioned this about this family where they're like zero music none at all because uh, my family, we're very, uh, we're a similar, not, not like we won't listen to music at all or not, or like go to a certain extreme, but we hold like grudges. Uh. We like, we hold onto things too much and stuff like that. But I, I, I think we end up uh, coming to our senses and stuff. But like, I do really like how Miguel was kind of saying not even just you know this is fine for you but like i need to go do my own stuff yeah. and you guys shouldn't be so you guys probably love music i right. mean you, you know i mean yeah what a heart it's like i haven't even seen this movie might be on our list if it's not it should be but like footloose heather's like no dancing yeah. like i know that much in culture and it was like what a hard extreme no dancing is one thing but no music no music, music is all. literally everywhere you mm-hmm. hum to yourself as a baby. Like, yeah. you, like it's in us to some extent. And that kid had conviction though. Right. Like <laughs> the did. way he stood up to his skeleton, great, great grandmother. I know. I mean, like, I mean, he eventually was going to concede, but like 
he was a hard no running around the afterlife Mm -hmm. as a fake skeleton himself yeah being like no dice i don't take the deal i don't take the blessing or whatever it was called like and (laughs) and one of the funniest parts is when he does get like at first when he first does gets the curse taken off of him Mm -hmm. by imelda his his great great grandmother he's like oh yeah i promise i won't play any music literally five seconds later he's already back in the office and they're like wow five seconds that's horrible yeah yeah uh it's it's so funny um and yeah i i just i i think like the story was so fun uh because you're you're also navigating this like nether world or not nether world but the this afterlife world and uh and and it was it was still so exciting i mean because the thing is, you know, whenever you see any ghost story, so we're watching this for like Day of the Dead, but like during this time of year, it's like all horror all the time, right? And you know, the afterlife and ghosts and skeletons are something to fear, but this is like, nah, this is something that we need to embrace and. I love the adventure that they had. Um, and it was such a colorful adventure, which I understand is like mixed in with the culture. Like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, we were in, what, where were we? Alvera Street. Yeah, which is like so many Mexican shops and restaurants. Mm-hmm. And like, we both ended up, I got art. What did you, I forget what you got. Oh, um, yeah, I got the, the banner. I don't know what they're called. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I got the, uh, um, you know, at the beginning of the movie, you know how they they have those yeah, flags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I don't know what they're called in Spanish. Yeah, I got some of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a a skeleton dog that was colorfully oh my that God. looked so much like my dog, but skeleton version. That's yeah. why I couldn't resist it. Um, it was very cute. Yeah. yeah, and it really looks like her. Um, but like, so like I was familiar even before we went there. But it just made me think of that little anecdote. But yeah. it's like. There's, I understand how colorful all the imagery is, but to see it in a movie mm-hmm. and have it be the yeah. whole city and everyone has vibrant costumes. I was, I like colors. Mm-hmm. I like colors a lot. Like can yeah. you tell I like wearing colors. So yeah. it was fun to have my colorful gothy self mm-hmm. represented right. in a really roundabout way nonetheless. But like, I'm like, see, you can be cheerful and talk about that. That's fine. You oh can, yeah, for sure. Exactly. You know? yeah. Like that's my mantra. <laughs> right. That's my brand. But yeah, so that was super fun. And the movie was super well done too, because of the ways we kind of talked about this a little bit, but the way they connected everything. Right. And I think you're, yeah, they connected. And you were able to predict all, I I'm mean. I'm a writer. She was turning to me like every five, oh, is this going to happen? And I'm like, I was like, oh, what do you want me to the say? bad guy, that's to... his real great, great grandfather, right? <laughs> like, yeah, that yeah, was the okay, one I remember okay. most. But the others, oh, the photo is going to be, I thought the photo was going to be in the guitar at the end, but it was in a journal that he yeah. found in Coco. that Coco, because he sang to Coco. So I didn't quite see that plot, but I'm like, there's going to be a photo that manifests yeah. on earth. Yeah. And I was right. <laughs> and you and you were right. That was, um, yeah, that, I mean, you know, it's like, it's yeah it's but it's satisfying to see though also yeah you know, no, it wasn't like yeah. i mean every movie is low-key ruined for me now that i even if i don't see the plot devices coming if they the lead is buried a little bit i still do you have this like even from just being in comedy like where if someone is being crazy and someone's being the voice of reason you're like oh that's calling out the reality of the scene like the 
yeah. voice of reason. Like you hear all this lingo or like, oh, rule of three or, you know, yeah, like rule of three. I can't I, have my brain one. shut up when watching like even The Office that I've seen like a thousand times. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, that's what mm, that's that terminology. That's what they're doing. Right. So exactly. All of media is low key ruined for me, at least visual stuff. Yeah. But but like it was well done how they connected stuff that I didn't even think to like um, what was one of them? I forget now, but, oh, I didn't know, like, how Ernesto, and what was the great-great-grandfather's name? Um, that's Hector. Hector. Yeah. I didn't know what their deal was going to be. Yeah. I they didn't bury know. that pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know who the bad guy really was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that, and it's, I have mixed feelings on this, actually. Like, okay, so Hector made a choice to leave the family mm-hmm. but regretted it then got poisoned as you do and yeah. died in the family just thought he abandoned them blah 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 yeah so i love that he had a heart of gold and everyone's allowed to make a mistake mm-hmm. the only thing that made me a low-key sad about it is besides like the last you know time and the heartache for the family mm-hmm. is right. you know that there's some kids or even adults watching that are like i don't know that my family member who abandoned us really did care. Yeah. Yeah. Because some people really are, even if they care, they're not. Hector was beautiful. He just made a dumb mistake, like beautiful as a human being. Yeah. Everyone's allowed a mistake, but that's not everyone that leaves the family. So I'm like, that's the, I have a little bit of complicated feelings on that, but it's also like a hopeful movie. So fine. It's the brand, but yeah, I was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, oh, it sucks. Like the Parent Trap when that was re-released right. in our lifetime with Lindsay Lohan. I've, People are like, not everybody yeah. has the parents get to wait. I never saw that one. Yeah. Ooh, we got to add that to the list too. I don't know if I saw the original one either. I think so, I saw yeah. the original one a long time ago. Yeah, Haley Mills, right? I think so. Okay, yeah. yeah, I think maybe I watched that one. But yeah, no, exactly. And and that's the thing. But what I do like about the movie is you're on this adventure with Miguel yeah. and he's helping out this random person, <laughs> which I was falling apart, <laughs> who's falling apart. And, but he's also, he's just so likable. Yeah. He's like so likable. And you're like, Oh, but he's just the scamp and he's going to end up having, you know what? Um, I think you were saying the second death. Yeah. Right? Um, so, so yeah, I guess we'll explain what the second. So a long time. Apparently, this mm-hmm. is in Beetlejuice, which I haven't seen. Yeah, which yeah. I have not seen. That's on our list. Wow. Um, oh but I remember reading. Maybe it was just a creepy Reddit thread. I don't know. But I remember at one point coming across the idea that you're not. I mean, you're dead when you're dead. But in terms of second death, like Marilyn Monroe is still alive because mm-hmm. everyone remembers yeah. her. But when if she ever became culturally insignificant, she that would be a second death or more aptly put your grandmother, the second you're dead and all her friends are dead and like nobody that was alive in her lifetime is dead. Mm-hmm. You're gone. Right. Because yeah. no one remembered you. And that's just like a philosophy that kind of like stuck with me. It's not mm-hmm. so much about alive or dead, but like, no, you're really gone when nobody remembers there's, you. There's yeah. no one left to vouch for your existence. And, that's yeah. sad and creepy and yet realistic. <laughs> it is sad, but it happen, it'll happen to everyone. Yeah. And, you know. Even Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Yeah. It might take another century or two, but exactly. it, you know, it is, there's so many famous artists that we forgot about. We mm-hmm. didn't even know who T- King Tut was until yeah. he was and, yeah. excavated. <laughs> exactly. And, um, you know, and that's nothing lasts forever and that's fine. Yeah. And, 
when you're watching this, you're like, you feel so bad from the beginning when he tries to be Frida Kahlo at the beginning and tries to jump, jump the oh uh, yeah line the, and everything yeah, yeah and he gets stuck in the marigold, uh, marigolds and um, yeah. it's so funny to uh, see that kind of bureaucracy in it and, and him like trying to like skirt the bureaucracy and it not working and stuff and and it, he's just like a, a scamp it's a, yeah. it's a scamp and but um, you know and and then going through it and. You know, I, I think when I first watched it, I don't think I knew that that was going to happen. I didn't, I didn't have that uh, thought. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just going to be, I thought it was like, wow, that's fucked up about Ernesto de la Cruz and everything. Like, um, you know, he is a bad guy. And Very bad. Yeah. <laughs> like on multiple levels. Oh, but. yeah. In, in the afterlife as well. But like throughout the whole movie, you're like, okay, yeah. Get to get to your hero and stuff like that, and that's like another thing is like don't meet your heroes sometimes, which is very interesting. I do like that concept. It is. Do you have a strategy for being in Hollywood when you do meet famous people? Like, do you have an approach? Um, I most of the time will just say how ask them how they're doing, and most of the time they appreciate that more than like, oh my god. What about this? And the, right. And, like and the Chris Farley show. Like, do you remember <laughs> that's that exactly what Beatles? I was going to say. Yeah. Do you remember when you were in the view? Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome, man. Oh, my God. That is one of my favorite sketches of oh, all it's time. Oh, so good. But it, but it is so true. I And no joke, mm-hmm. I've, I've, in, I've been embarrassed by some of my friends who are like, oh, you, oh yeah. Like, I remember, like, meeting some, uh, like, a couple they were a couple at the time mm-hmm. and nobody knew about it and they were at a concert that we were uh. both at and you know my friend literally ran across the street in Wilshire and Western uh, at the at the Wiltern just to see these two people Ooh, and uh that's aggressive like if yeah. I was on the receiving end of that like right and I think they had purposefully like skedaddled like early too so they wouldn't yeah. be a part of that. But th- but we, we ended up taking pictures with them. But it was like, could we take one and then like an- like another picture? Oh, because they with- didn't want to be added as a couple. Yeah, as a couple. And I was like, That's let's just not take pictures at all. Like in know, my I, and it, I, I get cr- I get cringy. And and the thing is, like, I personally do think that they don't really want to talk about themselves anymore. Like, really. Or I, they're detoxing from, like, their job. Or, yeah. like, just are going for a walk or right. in a grocery store or thinking about whatever obligations that they have. Because, yeah. like, I ignore celebrities in the wild. Mm-hmm. Like, if I make eye contact with them, I'll, like, do the nod and smile thing. Mm-hmm. But I do that to literally everyone in the street. Like, yeah. that's my approach. Because I don't think anything good is going to come out of me being, like, oh, my God, you're my yeah. favorite, whatever. But if I'm ever in, because it is LA, so there's people know people, and sometimes there's people around that are famous that you are interacting with because Mm -hmm. of the circumstances. And my approach is always to treat it like a thought and meditation. If I know I'm going to be around someone I'm kind of geeking out about, Mm -hmm. I give myself a minute to acknowledge it, feel like a super nerd, and then I let it go like a thought and meditation. Because if you're talking with someone, you have to meet them as a human because if they are bad, like if they are like Ernesto, you're setting yourself up to be a people pleaser, to get walked over to, you know what I mean? But if they're a nice human, yeah, 
you're robbing yourself of actually having a human interaction yeah. if you're treating them like a celebrity. Because not only are you not showing up as your authentic self, you could be putting them off because I think you develop a sixth sense of it. I would imagine yeah. if, like people want something from you, even if it's just validation or to say that they know you or something. Mm-hmm. So like I kind of have, I believe in not giving a fuck. Right. Give a fuck for a second Yeah. by yourself, but then, or after the fact, call your friend and be like, guess who I just saw, but yeah. like save it. Like don't. Yeah. Just let them find out who they are. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Have an honest present moment. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Because the thing is, I'm certain like the last thing that they'd want to do is talk about work. Literally. Their no work one likes to talk yeah. about work. Yeah. Oh my God. And it's mm-hmm. also like repetitive mm-hmm. and like, who knows how yeah. many people did that to them that day, that week. Yeah. You're not special. They are. Yeah. And, and, and another thing about that too, is that if you also become desensitized a little bit living here as, oh, sure. as yeah. you know, for 100%. a while, you're just like, okay. Like I've been, I remember I was at Starbucks. It was actually the Starbucks across the street from the clubhouse, oh, okay, um, yeah. which is a theater. In, in, LA, a strip mall. Angeles, in a strip mall. In California. <laughs> but I, I was there and like Colin Farrell walked in. Mm-hmm. I love Colin Farrell. But I, I didn't even say hi. Like I was right. just I, I was just like, he's here getting coffee. Let him do his thing. What am I doing? You made the correct yeah. choice if yeah. you ask me. Yeah. Like one hunt. Melissa McCarthy was at my f- first day of intermediate groundlings. Oh my god. That was a big That's one. Cool. And was Heather McDonald, uh comedian and yeah. so there was a lot of famous people running around that lobby that morning, but I was too tired to really even think straight about mm-hmm. it. It was like 9 a.m. Yeah. And, uh, but like, I also was like, I'm not going to be a nerd. She's dropping off her kids. Yeah. Both of them were for like a summer improv camp or something. Mm-hmm. Cause they're both alumni. So I was like, I'm just going to let them do their thing. Yeah. Just let them chill They out. know yeah. some of the people walking around. Just let them catch up. Like right. I'm not a part of this. Yeah. And that's okay. That is okay. <laughs> yeah. And also, I think there are some people that are like Ernest De La Cruz, who is very full of themselves. And we I'm know like, a bunch in common. Yeah, Our friends yeah. all hate the same people. It's great. Right. <laughs> I know. But I think like, especially like him idolizing uh, yeah. him for so long. It's like, okay, he's bound to like disappoint, but like he, he goes to an extreme and everything. And mm-hmm. it, and it's so sad. Quite that the extreme. He, yeah. And it's so sad that he does he did kill Hector just for his songs. And I'm certain That's Hector, so I'm certain Hector would have given him the music. Like, he just I don't wanted know. to go home to his family. Yeah. He wasn't wanting to be a rock star. And I didn't see this either though. This was a plot point that was buried. I just thought that Hector was going to get to live on in the afterworld for as long as he's remembered. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that there was going to be like proof because of the journals mm-hmm. or whatever that Coco had or the yeah. songwriting notes and that the whole world would turn on Ernesto. Oh, I know. I love I, that. That was a delightful surprise because that I am so somebody cool. who has not had enough justice in my life. Like I mm-hmm. just have to eat the moral victories all day, every day and like let the cards fall in ways yeah. that I don't appreciate or approve of like pretty much every day of my life. So I was like, Ooh, that's yeah. a fun little, like just, Things maybe take a hundred years, but they eventually work out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Kind of thing. And then, yeah, because even on, like, at the end of the movie, when he's like disgraced and everything, it says "forget you," which is uh-huh. funny because it's like "remember, remember me, yep, yep, yep. forget you." And that was a fun little thing. I'm like, oh yeah, I think that that's, uh, yeah, I think I, I think that was that was such a nice, satisfying uh, 
uh, ending from that. Yeah. Yeah, it was was more delightful than I thought. Although I will say, and I did say this as we were watching it, they did Coco and the Afterlife dirty. Yeah. (laughs) They made everyone be roughly 20 to 30 year old versions of themselves. Mm -hmm. That was kind of my takeaway with style of clothing, with just being a skeleton. Yeah. They made Coco like her old haggard. Yeah. Borderline hunchback, whatever it was, big head. Like it was just kind of like at which skeletons, which not like not like the other. And it's like, can't she be the hot 25 year old skeleton her mom is? I know. (laughs) Or, or the little child that we see too, uh, which is, I mean, I, of course not that far, but, Mm -hmm. but throughout the movie we see her as an old woman and as a child. Yeah. They could have had that. Yeah. um, That would have been so cute to them like carry her around. Yeah. As a baby skeleton. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, mm, they did her dirty. I know, they well, did. It's Coco. Her name wasn't like Patty. Like, we'd remember Coco. Right, We yeah. would know. If they were like, come on, Coco, let's go. We would, if it was like looking different than the alive Coco, like, mm-hmm. we would have got the memo, Pixar. I'm right. just saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and actually, Coco was based on a real person. Really? Um, actually, she recently died. I think, if not, I think it was... A few days ago. What? Um, let me look this up as you're talking. <gasps> but yeah, but she she actually was a real person. Wow. That why did I put teal? Real Coco. Okay. But yeah, she um, she was yeah she she was a woman that I I think some animators had had met and and they were like oh we're gonna write a movie about this woman and like even like her her picture was very similar to the one that we see in the movie and stuff okay then i'm a little less mad at like that contextualized that makes more sense they're giving her an homage so she died two. she died on the 17th of that was two days uh, ago two days ago yeah so her name was maria oh my god it really does look like her yeah it really does look like her we'll post something Uh i'm not gonna show you my phone yeah you're gonna hack it i don't know (laughs) i'm just kidding but yeah like uh yeah so she was uh maria salud 109 she was 109 years old yeah so she was 109 and yeah so i think she um yeah she was the real life model and how amazing to have an enchanting Disney movie based on your life, like right I before know, you die. I like know. that's when she was like 104. Yeah, is that right? Am I doing the yeah. math right? Yeah, she that's was about 104. Amazing. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, and that's um, wow. that's what I do like about Disney. I know. I listen. It's a complicated history. Yeah, of sure, course. Sure. I, there are things that I don't like about Disney, but for the most part, same. I. I think the pros they do, outweigh the cons. Yeah, I think they do their homework. I do. They do. Because this movie could have been so patronizing. There could have been some real whopper of like Oof. offensive jokes. In oh this. my God. Yeah. And there could have just been even like watering down of yeah. belief systems or. Uh, no, it was enchanting mm-hmm. and very well yeah. detailed. Right. I've exactly. never heard anyone be like, I was offended by Coco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then. Um, I did like the spirit animals. Uh, I, I did too. And, and yeah, Dante ended up... <laughs> Dante is such a goof. And uh, he had like the smallest wings. Yeah. I really like that. Um, but I do love how you see at the end, you see Dante and uh, uh, the cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Yeah. Whatever the, the big cat it, was. The big, yeah. But the big monster. And, and then when it, in real life, it was just the cat. That was mm-hmm. so cute. I love that. And I think that there's... Um, yeah, I think there's uh, so so many funny, uh, yeah, so many funny little uh, details about culture because that that type of dog really is 
it's like this hairless Mexican mm. dog. Um, it was supposed to be a dog from even like Aztec times as well. Uh, and, and yeah, see, Disney breed, does their homework. Right. And, they didn't just pick a poodle. <laughs> yeah, and that breed is supposed, it really is supposed to be like the link between living and the dead, which is Aww. kind of amazing. Yeah, that. See, I love a movie yeah. that has details that I can only appreciate after I've seen it and I learn more about it right. in a weird way because it makes you. I just like layers. Yeah. I'm a devil's in the detail comedian. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll right. have the obvious joke, but I might have a throwaway joke somewhere in, like, yeah. you know, like what I write and stuff too. It doesn't have to be for everyone. It's just a wink for the people that know mm-hmm. it. Right. So exactly. I always appreciate choices like yeah. that. Always. I mean, yeah, because there's so many of those things sprinkled in there. Also the grandma hitting people with her shoe. Like that's a big thing is they're called chanclas. Ooh. In, in Spanish, but like uh, chancla, getting hit by a chancla, that is the number one weapon of Hispanic women. It's and, and it hurts. Wow. Yeah, so she uses it like, you know, and and it's yeah, it I, I it's so fun. And we also did see the um, we'll we'll probably have it on social media, but when we went to California Adventure, that's right. We saw Coco Land, and we have a few Disney. Uh, TikToks are going to be coming your way. Yeah. So let's finally watch it. Right. Um, for sure. And yeah, and actually, they're going to have a ride at Disney World. That's right. Which I'm like super excited. Are you, for, is it going to be there for when you go? Or yeah. is it going to be too I'm, late or oh, too early? Shit. I thought it was already done, but it may not be. But mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go in February. Uh, so we'll see. And if, if, if I do, then yeah, obviously. Take all the TikToks. Oh, I'll TikTok. Uh, I'll, it'll be like I'm a clock. There's going to be so many TikToks. And then we'll just have like, uh, we'll insert a video, uh, yeah, of me just sitting on my couch by myself in California. And <laughs> be like, clock is having fun. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there might be a hurricane, so maybe I won't have well, to. Yeah. I'm, I'm not wishing you not to go. I didn't mean that passive aggressively. No, it's okay. I'm I just, just thought kidding, it'd be yeah. funny to be so yeah deprecating i know i i know um yeah it's uh it's cool but it, it but it, and it is cool that they they are like you know showing it uh you know it, it was it was really popular and uh and it's remained popular I, yeah they're thinking about doing a sequel but i'm not i don't think they need to personally but yeah when has a disney sequel ever been necessary oh Can you man think of, maybe rescuers down under i oh, feel like that might like be more of a banger one. than rescuers i haven't seen it either since i was a child so i might be wrong but i feel like i was way i think down more. under might have been better but that's the only one i can think of. yeah because like well, little mermaid 2 simba 2 or lion king 2 fantasia 2000 no none of it's yeah they usually oh shoot wasn't that they had that that was that was a piece of graffiti remember in coco oh fantasia oh, yeah fantasia 2000 yes that's right that's right specifically oh that's my right. god okay yeah. that just memory unlocked yeah. yes <laughs> that was great because what a random wink. obscure yeah uh piece of disney history and i'm yeah. not even mad at fantasia 2000 like i'm the creepy kid that loved fantasia though so mm-hmm. like yeah i'm Fantasia's an old school fantasia girl but yeah that was really funny good i mean that's the thing is like disney hides all kinds of stuff in Mm -hmm. it and it's also like weird too being in this area like i i I live in like the silver lake-ish area and in los feliz there is a um disney's first house Mm -hmm. disney's first studio which is just a copier place, which is insane. Mm-hmm. And um, like that's where he first 
did all of his stuff. Yeah. And it's like crazy. And the, where Gal- Gallison's is uh, in on Hyperion, that's like the first like big studio where they mm. did like Dumbo and Snow White and stuff. So D- Dumbo is one of my other favorites. I yeah. know there's parts of it that are not great, but the idea that you could always fly, you just needed the feather yes. to believe in it. There's something mm-hmm. about that that I just love. And yeah. I like elephants a lot, so I like Dumbo. Not oh, sorry. yeah. Not sorry. Not sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> you like elephants, yeah. But, uh, wow, Dumbo was made in a Gelson. Yeah. It's <laughs> a Gelson's now, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Probably in the pizza section, maybe. Wow. Yeah. But anyways, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I'm glad you liked it. I, and I, I didn't think you weren't going to like it, but also I... Yeah, it it it's weird because like we were talking about like some of you know the charm is gone from some of the animation because it yeah. is like uh digital animation except for like I do, I mean I think the newer generation like that's just what they grew up with so it's no, right. there's nothing they're not going to maybe lost. have the same grievance the hipsters will at 20 be like sure. I like Dumbo and Fantasia oh, yeah. not yeah. Toy Story but no, for the most part, that's a normal world to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, like, uh, we were actually watching some uh, cartoons at, at, at my house, um, some modern Mickey Mouse stuff, and it's insane Love it. Yeah. Love it. It's, like, crazy. And it is, uh, relatively looks like cell anime. Actually, it's different animation styles all... Yeah, it's, like, a lot... Of bl- like, the whole time we were watching a few, I meant to watch some last week because i had a little Mm -hmm. mental vacation week where i Mm -hmm. got high and just watched tv and slept Mm -hmm. and because i needed it uh i could explain further but anyway i was gonna watch more of that yeah um oh because i wasn't feeling well too that was yeah you're you're sick about that part so i was just like i'm gonna get high because why i feel bad yeah (laughs) you know right um that's my new toy um but i just i was like i'm not gonna have the focus to appreciate Mm -hmm. it but i meant to watch it again but when we were Mm -hmm. watching it at your place, I, like my brain kept changing its mind about what kind of animation it was because mm-hmm. yeah. it felt like it was blending. Yeah. Like I'm a huge animation nerd for someone who cannot draw for my life. I oh You know, like, I wish, but like I grew up being a cartoon nerd. I still am. So I was so confused. I'm like, my mm-hmm. brain doesn't understand what style this is. In. Right, it kind of keeps yeah. changing its mind <laughs> almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, the new Disney, the new Mickey Mouse cartoons on disney plus are wild and weird and that gives me two thumbs up automatically yeah yeah i think it definitely is not traditionally like disney stuff so i mean like you were saying it was more like looney tunes a little bit yeah or some some of them yeah it was like disney with an edge yeah like after dark disney (laughs) not quite skinamax disney but like after dark yeah with a modern sense of humor which is Yeah. uh, yeah yeah They have a whole thing on Goofy and the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was weird. Yeah, there is a Disney. So, yeah, there's some weird gems on on your uh, yeah on your Disney Plus if you explore. But Seriously. Anyways, this isn't a promotion for Disney. We're, but we will yeah. take sponsorship. We'll, so we'll never yeah. mention you again until you pay us. Yeah, exactly. You could just give us tickets to the park. But yeah. Oh, God, God. That'd be so amazing. Yeah. Um. I think my only other there's one note mm-hmm. that makes no sense to me so we're gonna move past it but there's another note and this is just like an observation mm-hmm. like what is it with us watching movies with boys in red hoodies i know <laughs> e. i was gonna say e. that too and now this i was like i did we're on a roll we're I, on a roll i did wonder if that was an homage but i don't know maybe it wasn't but uh 
Something tells me it wasn't, but I could be wrong. Yeah. That's my gut instinct. I think it's yeah. a, I think red just is vibrant. It's yeah. hard to lose him. There's a right. reason why stop signs are red. Yes. But who knows? Who yeah. knows? Maybe the person that made that choice, E.T., was their childhood favorite movie. Yeah. So maybe. Absolutely. And uh, I... And I did also like when he was translucent uh, mm-hmm. and you could see a skeleton underneath. God, yeah. that was so cool. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah, and it yeah. was really well done. And and like, you know, Ernesto, you know, he, I mean, just the design of all these people, because all you see it. them when you see all them when it. they're, you see them when they're alive and then you also see the dead version. Yeah. It's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. I loved it. It was just like a. I just, I, yeah, I really didn't even take a lot of notes because mm-hmm. I was pretty engrossed in it, yeah. which is a good sign. I feel like the longer my notes, the more, it's not that I'm not enjoying it. I know with Wizard of Oz, I had a lot of notes, but it's also like nearly a hundred year old yeah. movie. So there's just random thoughts that were coming across. But I think the more engrossed I am in a movie, the less I'm probably going to take notes mm-hmm. and just trust myself to right. remember what I want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is there anything else that no. you wanted to say? I I just um, I'm glad I'm glad you liked it. And I'm glad I it, I'm glad too. That it... it was sort of like a little of the which ones not like the other of our podcast so mm-hmm. far. Not just because it's animated, but like it's really new. I mm-hmm. think this is the newest yeah, movie that we've is, yeah. tackled. But I remember I literally today, October nineteenth, we are filming this today. Mm-hmm. This is my five year anniversary of arriving oh in Los my Angeles. Gosh. Congratulations! Thank yeah. you. And within a week, I was at UCB in Second City, mm-hmm. and everyone was talking about Coco. I'm like. Yeah. Coco like the chocolate. Coco like uh, Kim Gordon and Thurston Moore's daughter. Who are mm-hmm. we? To, co- what right. is Coco? What is Coco? Because I also don't watch commercials. So yeah. I, I didn't know there was a new movie right. by Disney. I had no idea. And people were of every age freaking out mm-hmm. about it. So, and then we wanted to, you know, uh, this wraps up our October edition yes. of Let's Finally Watch It. And we tried to be very conscientious about not just having horror movies, yeah. baseball season, yeah, fall with E.T., which is halloween E two. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember what our first one was of the month anymore. But, like, you know, we mm-hmm. we did The Shining last week, so Day mm-hmm. of the Dead since yeah. we release on Mondays, and it's Halloween when you're watching this, if you're watching it, yeah. the day it's released. Uh, it'd be fun to have a Halloween movie, but also it expires in a day. So yeah. it was kind of perfectly timed. Right. I'm glad we – not that it was a risk, but you know what I mean? Like, it was mm-hmm. – a little which one's not like the other, and I, I get why people like this movie. Yeah, exactly. I it's, should have watched yeah. it, so I'm glad I've watched it now. Yeah, and I'm hoping that you guys have already watched it. I mean, I'm hoping that you guys saw the title and you were like, I'm going to watch it first before I watch it. Yeah, Any, pro tip. Anytime you're especially watching this on YouTube and like the whistle happens and like uh, the, the screen shift to mm-hmm. the next part or on the podcast when, you know, the music yeah. plays and... Mm-hmm. Anytime there's a break real fast or real slow, it doesn't matter. Uh, spoilers will happen after yeah, that jump. Yeah, we're giving, we're giving you time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, pause it, abort, <laughs> whatever yeah. you need to do. But also at the same time, you probably already saw it. So. Yeah, I mean, if you click on a movie that you haven't watched, like in the podcast title, mm-hmm. you're a rebel, you're ballsy, mm-hmm. you're brave. <laughs> yeah, and not to mention again, but if you watch a review of Avatar, that's all you need to know about avatar yeah honestly yeah avatar i like how we bring up avatar in almost every <laughs> podcast i want to start doing this intentionally and just start making t-shirts about like we oh we don't God. like avatar club there's never been a more timely time because all the sequels are coming out but um so we should really capitalize off of that that's what i'm hearing but yeah you don't need to watch it just watch go back and watch mm-hmm. it's our least viewed mm-hmm. 
I think episode. Yeah, I think for the podcast too. Yeah, yeah I think maybe like the one that came I out this week them. and last is still like marginally lower on YouTube, but <laughs> that'll change. Yeah, but yeah, that's um, yeah. So that's what we thought about Coco. I mean, you did guys you guys think? have any different ideas about it? You know, do you hate it? <laughs> Are we yeah, wrong? Are we wrong? <laughs> I can't imagine anybody hating it, but hey, maybe you did. Tell us why, and yeah. tell us um. What happened to you? Right, I know. <laughs> Who hurt you? <laughs> I know, exactly. But, yeah. Awesome. Well, okay, we had a little bit of a schedule change. I have been on the end of some of the credits of our recent, at least on YouTube, mm-hmm. posting what yeah. our proposed schedule was. We've had a couple changes. We were going to watch The Godfather next week. We're going to watch it in two weeks, but mm. we're going to watch Can't Hardly Wait Now. Yeah. And November's going to be fun because I don't think Clark has seen any of the movies or you barely saw one. Oh god, I I barely saw Can't Hardly Wait. Oh, you did barely see that. Can't I can't I can't keep them together. Which one is Can't Hardly Wait? It's with uh Jennifer Love Hewitt, Ethan Embry, uh Lauren Seth Six Green. Under Seth Green, yes. Okay. Uh, Peter Facinelli. Okay, yeah, I kind of Lauren yeah. Ambrose? Is that the I wouldn't be able to tell you what happened. It's amazing. Um, but like you said, you barely, you sort of saw Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's what we're allegedly doing at the end of the month. So I think that's the, no, and we both haven't seen Godfather. Godfather, no. And we're going to watch American Pie for Thanksgiving because we get it. So we had a very Lauren Blair centric Mm -hmm. October and now we're going to have a very Clark centric November. There's going to be some months (laughs) like that. Uh, and some months it'll be more even, but this is just with mm-hmm. the conscientious fall and Halloween and Day of the Dead mm-hmm. scheduling. This is just kind of how the cards fell. Yeah. And this I is kind of how the cards are falling this time, this too. This is my time of year. Yeah. 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 He's like, I've already seen every movie ever about this time of year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For so. real. But yeah. But yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. I'm Lauren Blair Donovan, Blair Soros Rex. I'm Clark Kinez, uh, other Clarksy. And, and we'll catch you next week. Can't yeah. hardly wait. <laughs> Can't hardly wait for. Oh my god, no. Okay, okay. One hour over. Bye. Bye. <laughs>